0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Anime Lounge Podcast. I'm your host Lance, here with my other host Matt, and today we have our guest
1: host, Ben. Hello there. Good to have Ben back, it's been a while. Yeah, it was before we even got our new equipment, and man, that was, feels like a while ago now. Yeah, it's been <sighs> easily a couple months. Last time we had you was on, um... Konosuba.
0: Konosuba, I just wanted to say the blow-up chick. <laughs> yeah. Megan me. But let's start this episode off with our adult beverages of choice. Today, we will be drinking some Bushan Select Blended Malt Scotch Whiskey, aged 15-year. It's okay. Yeah. Nothing too crazy about this one, but I guess it's some it's some scotch and we're drinking it. And then I'm also chasing that back with a Lion Quiggle Summer Shandy.
1: Yeah, I am as well. Uh, ben, I know you don't drink, so obviously don't. I'm glad you don't uh feel required to drink on this podcast
2: i'll just stick with a monster yeah
1: no there's nothing wrong with that energy drinks
0: are fantastic anyway
2: i need to stay awake
0: (laughs) all right so matt what are we going to be talking about today
1: so today we're going to be covering ancient magus's bride season one for the synopsis of ancient magus's bride Follow along with Chize, who lived a terribly sad upbringing, decides to sell herself in an auction. She is bought for 5 million pounds by our secondary main character, Elias. Chize, is considered a powerful mage who is also known as a sleigh baggy. As Chize learns more about her powers, we get immersed into a super mystical world of fairies, dragons, mages, alchemists, witches, and many other interesting creatures. Elias is amongst one of those creatures who we don't fully understand. Our team is troubled by a 2,000-year-old problematic antagonist, Cartophilus. Chize learns magic from Elias, and Elias learns human emotions through Chize. And together, they help each other grow towards living the rest of their lives together.
0: Great. (laughs) And this, this is a super dense, informational kind of anime. Like, there is so much packed into each and every episode. It's, it's so crazy. Like, you can't... I can't imagine watching this week by week in Japanese, but like, just taking everything in. Like, I'm 100%. glad this was English. I'm glad we watched this in English.
1: Yeah, it's so easy to miss stuff. It really is. Mm-hmm. I know I personally couldn't binge watch this show at, at all. Really? Like, I'd watch three episodes and I'd be like, all right, that's uh, that was a lot. I need to just take a break. and do something else. So it it did take me a while to watch all 24 episodes and get through the manga because there's just so much. There's I'm not going to say there's not a lot of action because visually the anime is very, very good. Mm -hmm. But it's just, there's a lot to it. So much.
0: And even though that there's a lot, I feel like the anime took... A lot of shortcuts to what the potential uh, original source could have been. Speaking of original source, I didn't look into this, but I totally feel like this could have been a light novel because this just feels like a typical book that you could have read. Quick Google search.
1: (laughs) So it started off as a manga and then was originally recreated into a light novel series i guess is how you could say it
0: right so they just re- did it just continued yep and from the looks on google um one of them i saw like the yellow hair or something like that so that's something that i don't even know anything about so i wonder oh i guess to be fair one thing we saw was their spin-offs of the original series so i guess they could have gone in many directions not necessarily our main source which is the manga
1: yep and before we really get into this, Lance, can you give us that Lance's Lesson?
0: Today's Lance's Lessons is going to be the Japanese word for bird, and that is tori. Tori is spelled T-O-R-I. And tori is very relevant to today's episode because multiple times... Chise is referred to as little bird, little robin, anything bird, which was a little strange. And I almost expected to look up the name Chise and see a direct translation of bird, which (laughs) I knew from before, like from my little studies that I knew that wasn't the same case. But I thought it was going to be something bird related, but... Not the case. So with that being said, do you guys have any idea on why she keeps getting referred to as some bird?
1: I know. I think they made kind of mention that it's translated into a bird. Like her name, when you translate it, not from Japanese to English, but...
2: They call her a robin because uh, her red hair resembles robins. Okay. At least that's what it says on here. (laughs) I can go with that.
1: Yeah, I can believe that. But I think, um, yeah, I guess um, like what Ben said, where it's just her name or her appearance is kind of of a Robin. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) I will say... As far as this show is concerned, there are so many references to just ancient times. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys looked into that besides maybe Cartophilus.
0: Not too much. I mean, that one was kind of explained in the anime itself.
1: But you had to wait 23 episodes. <laughs> yeah, it was for almost it? near
0: the end, right? But no, uh, when it comes to old school lore stuff like that, I guess I'm not too up to date on anything yeah but i did pick up on a lot of the mystical creatures kind of things and all the like we said in the synopsis the the witches the alchemists the mages yep. just all of the old school like fairy tale kind of things are all put into this real world or even that the the cats with the nine lives was even brought into reality and interesting stuff like
1: that
2: a lot of different mythologies and history and lore and all stuff but... mm-hmm. Is mixed into it.
1: Yeah, there Sorry. were so many different, so many different types of lore that were brought into this. Because I think, like you said, cats were one. Um, I think even like magic being another one. Uh, you have Ruth, so the dog being kind of like the counterpart to a to a person is another one. The alchemists, even the witches, qu- the witches, the queen, uh, the fairy queen mm-hmm. is another one. Uh, a lot of Titania. stuff. Yep.
0: And stuff. Yeah, yeah. Every, I, this includes everything,
2: anything mystical,
1: and then you know you have uh, Catholicism lore in there because of Acardophilus. He, he is huge when it comes to that, and just all the references make even more references to God and Christianity and stuff. So it's it's crazy the history that is driven into this show, mm-hmm. which I can understand what gives people get people so drawn in is that there's just so like, it's not really relatable, but there's just so many references that you're like, Oh yeah, cool. This is something, this is something. A
2: lot of inspiration
0: drawn to it. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys end up pulling a favorite character out of this entire series?
2: I'll start with you, Ben. What you got? I didn't have a favorite character. I liked everybody pretty much.
1: Yeah. Ben was able to, you know, binged through this entire show in three days so it's my third time watching it's
2: one of my favorites <laughs> when you told me you guys were doing this i got really excited and rewatched
1: it good i'm glad uh glad you were able to join us for this because it really is good and i'm glad you enjoyed this one
0: <laughs> but bring up one character ruth the bat ruth ruth
2: okay his little uh backstory with his sister Or what he thought was his sister, but it was really his human, if we want to call it that. Yeah. Just how he imprinted on Chise really quickly after finding out that his human was dead, but resembled Chise. Yeah, he's quick to switch on in his new (laughs) bandwagon. He's loyal, he'll protect her, and I don't know, there just seems like a lot of character development for him, too. Yeah? Yeah.
0: How about you, Matt? Were you going to claim? Lindell? Lindell? Yeah. Yeah,
2: Just feel you on that one.
1: Dragons... His backstory is pretty intense. His backstory is really cool. I really like the way he uses his magic because they called him I Adron- I didn't write it down and I should have, but he was basically he sung all of his magic.
0: He sung it, yeah. And plus he could, he had the healing abilities too.
1: Yep. So I thought he was really cool. And then him getting mad at Elias for not giving Elias' own history. And he's like, I'm gonna do this to punish him when he <laughs> oh, was yeah. telling She's a about um, his past, their past, yeah,
2: yeah. Because Elias is always so quiet and doesn't yep. share much about himself at all. But that's also part of Elias's character development. He doesn't understand humans, so he doesn't know what he's supposed to explain or how to explain it.
1: Mm-hmm. And you know, you've got him and Lindell together, and that's it. So of course, Lindell's not really explaining anything <laughs> to him. So
2: yeah, they're both pretty bad at explaining things.
1: Yeah. What about you? Lance,
2: I was gonna also say Lindell.
0: He was definitely <laughs> a, my favorite. But uh, bring another one into play. I did think Angelica was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I thought that like she had this motherly role and she had these smarts about her. Like she was a very strong character. Someone that uh, Chise needed to look up to. So I liked her. She made sure that Chise was going to progress in life and not kill herself with her own magic by giving her items and yep. scolded her when she needed to be scolded, taught her important things. Like I said, you know, the mother figure. and
2: Don't take her for
0: granted either mm-hmm. she'll hold, turn on you. She'll slap you. <laughs> so yeah, I liked Angelica. She was cool.
1: I did enjoy the, when, towards the end of the season... When she's scolding Chize and she's Chize is like, well, I didn't want to push myself too far. And she's, then she's like, so you were pushing yourself.
0: Right. So you admit to pushing yourself.
1: Yeah. Yeah, she's good. Yep. Did you guys have like a most memorable moment? Moments?
0: I have one. Okay. I'm going to. Okay. I guess
1: I'll let you go first, Lance, since you <laughs> went last.
0: Sure. So my favorite moment was when the dragon was getting auctioned. Okay. And then the emotional outburst came out and he... Evolved into a new dragon, started breathing yep. fire, started wreaking havoc, and it was just, it was just a cool scene. Yep. Like I was, I was really happy to see some chaos coming out, and <laughs> they had to uh, figure out how to calm him down. And you know, just fighting a dragon.
1: Yeah, that that was really cool. Um, so they bring it up earlier where they say how dragons have the ability to evolve as they want to or need to. So mm-hmm. it was cool that they brought previous references forward again.
0: Right. And they also made a comment about, like, how the gene of fire breathing is turned off in, like, most dragons or something like that, too. So, like, just, that just adds to the extreme of, like, how important and miserable that dragon was behind, under bondage and whatnot. So, I thought that was cool. What about you, Ben? You got a
2: favorite moment? Uh, Episode 12 (laughs) in the entire episode (laughs) when Chise is with Lindell and all the dragons. The Dragon Paradise, I don't yeah, remember what the word was, but yeah. She has to whittle her own her own wand or wand. staff or whatever, mm-hmm. and she has to like go inside herself and c- talk to... Um, I can't remember the Elder Dragon's name right now. But uh, just that whole episode is uh, really good. I can't think of the better word. And then at the end when she goes back to Elias. Nevin, sorry. Nevin, Nevin's yes. Uh... Uncle Nevin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> is what the kid dragons call him. Mm-hmm. But at the end, when she finally gets her wand created and Lindell finishes it up, she turns into a phoenix and flies back to Elias to basically embrace him and let him know she missed him and she'll be there for him.
0: Yeah, that was pretty interesting. I thought it was, you know, so many times she says told like, hold back on your magic, don't use too much, because it's going to kill you. And and that scene, very specifically, <laughs> she goes fucking As soon notch. as she gets
2: caught
1: by him, he, she's out. Yeah. All of it. Just everything she's got she right up there. She was
2: out for, what, two weeks? Yes. I don't remember specifically, but yeah. She, yeah was,
1: she was out for for a while.
2: Yeah, she was out. What were
1: you,
0: Matt?
2: You got a favorite moment?
1: So, wasn't that also when she started coughing out blood, too? Uh, like, after? That's
2: happened a couple times. It's, uh... I thought that was the... Part of being a sleigh baggy. Yeah, the, unfortunately. They have shorter lives, and the amount of magic they pull, pull into their bodies causes them to, like, overexert, and it just can't contain it.
0: Yep. Kinda. Right, but for that specific scene, like, that was the end of, like, core one for mm-hmm. that, so yeah. I think they were ending it on a happy note, Thanks. and I don't remember her coughing blood at that. I think it was just a okay. happy moment, Okay, and then stuff might have gone wrong after that, because... <laughs> Episode 12 ended with like those little sheep bugs, and episode 13 starts with those sheep bugs. So I think mm. everything is still mm. happy go yes. lucky. Yep,
1: yep, you're right. For me, Ben, you stole my most memorable. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, well, I was gonna <laughs> say j- just the phoenix though, not and that part was super memorable. As far as another part, Lance, I agree. You're the dragon metamorphing into you could almost say de evolving because they evolved to not back to its
2: primal it... state. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's a good one. That one's really good. And as far as the other ones, honestly, the most memorable parts are when Elias kind of turns into like that 2D looking self where his face shrinks up every time he's got that awkward moment. Oh, those, I, those chibi I, moments? Yes. Yeah. Like I laugh every single time I see it. And it was, that's probably the, be- the funniest part of the whole series were just all those moments.
2: You guys liked all those chibi moments? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. It's where they take... Like, take a break from the seriousness, and right. it's like, oh, yeah, we're goofy, too. We don't understand all this. I can
0: see and a, and appreciate those moments, but...
2: Yeah. Sometimes I'm, it does take away from...
0: Yeah, I'm I'm going to pull the hot take, and I, I'm like, <laughs> for whatever reason, those chibi moments didn't hit for me in this anime. Okay. It, it was too serious, and, like, there was too much going on, and these chibi moments, they didn't slap for me. Like
1: or They ruined it?
0: I don't know, yeah, I thought... To to me, it was out of place. It's like, I'm used to seeing chibi moments when something's funny already. Mm -hmm. Okay. I don't know. So, that's my hot take. That's me personally. From what I understand, the majority of people like you guys enjoy every single moment of the chibi. I
2: I liked it mostly because they're like being so serious and then they're kind of like normal people like, wait, what did I just say? (laughs) And the other person just catches them on something they said Mm -hmm. was funny or whatever. Just a little break.
1: Yeah. Then... As far as, like, one specific moment, oh, man. I think I came up with two and you guys <laughs> stole them. So, now i got to think about that one. I think I'm going to go with when when Cheese rode Nevin. Be- oh, yep. Because that was, as far as visually, besides maybe the Phoenix, that was the most visually stunning of the entire season.
0: I got a funny real-life moment about that scene. <laughs> okay. So, oh, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in my basement working out watching this episode, and during that scene is when there's, you know, that cheesy, soft uh, singing music going on in the background. Yep. And my wife comes downstairs. She sees me watching this, and she's like, yeah, I'm just going to go upstairs. <laughs> I'm like,
2: wow, uh, It wasn't don't... anything inappropriate.
0: <laughs> no, but it was just, like, it was a little bit awkward. Like, I don't That's know. Cute. It was like, <laughs> yes. Yes, to the, it was supposed to be beautiful, but like her coming down, seeing that, watching me watch that while I'm working out, like the, these these don't work, and <laughs> she's like, okay, I'm gonna
1: leave you to your do your thing and. I'm it's like, really okay. emotional. Yeah. You get in your feels by yourself, I'm going to go upstairs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: That's kind of how I felt like I was like, oh, she's judging me. It's well, really
1: sad. Get over it. There, there's worse things you could be watching that she judges you for? So. <laughs> 100% more. There,
0: there could have been
1: some big titties.
0: Speaking of big titties, we got to talk about Titania or something.
2: Oh, Titania. I thought yeah. you were going to talk about uh, that other fairy. We can definitely get the, that one. The next.
0: winter goddess. But Titania, for starters, because when she first gets introduced, she's got those water balloons and they're like literally like waving inside yeah. that. I last when I saw. like,
1: that's supposed to be it. Imagine like doing the Super Mario or not uh, the Super Smash Bros when they're doing just the ragdoll effect. Like, that's what it looked like. Just going all over the place.
0: Oh, yeah. They were <laughs> they were overly. Oh, my God i'm glad I, yeah i'm glad that was not seen by my wife either because <laughs> that's a little embarrassing even i was like okay that's a little much you're
1: just like and what I mean, is going on here jiggly
0: even like high school of the dead or something wasn't even like making that water balloon my school of the dead went bouncy everywhere but like these ones were waterbed jiggly
1: <laughs> yeah so um about them what just talking about Titania?
0: Yeah, I, I just wanted to bring
1: her up for her boobs. Uh, like, another... <laughs> well, the second time you see her, she doesn't... It's not that case.
2: During the different seasons, the, the last she time changes you see her? shape. Yes.
1: At, at the end? Yes.
0: From what I understood, like, she was pregnant in the beginning, and then mm. she branched herself off multiple times, so, like, she made herself younger, so, of course, you know, no development there. She's a kid, or essentially a baby. They've only... They've been in this... We've been in this world for less than a year. Yeah, uh, About a year. It is a year. Like at the end of the season mm-hmm. she says it's only been a year but like yeah we can't you know we're talking about in the middle of this season so yeah.
2: it's supposed to symbolize the different seasons of the year so during the spring it would make sense that Titania was pregnant and then she will change her um, appearance throughout the seasons to match what each season symbolizes,
1: if that makes sense. Sure. Yeah, that makes complete sense because, you know, she is the goddess of the forest. So. Mm-hmm. And then you had the other... The Lian Shi. Li- yes, the Lian Shi, who does have a name, by the way.
2: Yeah, I couldn't remember how to say it.
0: Well, on this character sheet, I'm seeing, like, red current. Yeah, yes. that's what I keep saying. Yes, and that is...
1: it was
2: a placeholder or not.
1: <laughs> so Maybe. this is going to be a manga thing. Chise calls her that. At the end when she is talking, when she is talking outside of Joel's house when it is for sale.
0: Oh, okay. So like the, that's end, in like the second half.
1: The, basically the last second, the 22nd episode or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So very, very towards the end of the season itself is when she calls her Red Current. Okay. She doesn't go into why she calls her that. It's just what she named her
0: putting a name down. But yeah, yes. she's very revealing. Held together by strings. and
1: So I 100% took her as a succubus, which technically...
2: Yeah. It's kind of, yeah.
1: Actually. Same, same concept, but...
2: That's what succubus are based on. Yes. Okay. These are older creatures.
1: Okay. Yeah, I don't know too much of the lore about. Was all it that. Stella's
2: family that moved into his house? No, nobody okay. moved into his house. I they
1: that, it was just up for sale. The <laughs> house that Stella's family went to was the grandparents' house. That's right. That lived in the village. Another thing I'll bring up: so the Lee and she are technically you could call them like vampires. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Joel. Joel. Joel calls her a vampire in the manga. Oh, okay. So he knows what she is and is still willing to have her around.
0: Okay. Yeah, because they didn't make any vampire reference in the anime. Uh, Kind of. Like, they didn't, like, specifically say vampire.
1: So they pull the life force of the individual so you could kind of, like, infer. Right. Kind of.
0: I mean, that's why I thought Succubus, because that's not, like, biting and sucking life out of that way, but...
1: Yeah, Succubus don't actually kill... The host or target or patron, depending on the, <laughs> what you're watching. Cause if it's Konosuba, it's a patron. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> but yes, that's, that's the Their essence, essence basically. <laughs> yes. So that was one thing that I wish they kind of would have like thrown in the anime is that a better, ex- um... no, just that uh, Joel knew what she was mm-hmm. because in the anime, she's just kind of,
2: he says at the end of his life that he knew what she was. Did he? Yeah.
1: Okay. In a
0: way, like, because he knew that he she just was going to end up taking the last of his life. Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: She wasn't doing it intentionally either. That's a thing. It
0: right. just happened. Right. It was just being in each other's presence. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Because that's what she would have done anyways. But the difference is she wasn't giving him anything in return. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. And it wasn't quick, or at least quicker.
1: Yeah, I don't. I didn't look into any lure about that, about how long it usually takes, so I have no idea.
2: <laughs> this anime is just one of those things that you need to watch multiple times before mm-hmm. you start picking up on certain things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. That's yes, <laughs> the
1: chair. So I, re- I, I actually did enjoy that those moments with uh, Red Current and Joel, and just that whole little plot line that they had i thought it was really 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 well done yeah
0: when they first got introduced i'm like okay this is gonna be really weird it's gonna be some kind of weird throwaway but they actually made us start feeling for her mm-hmm. and like understanding where she's going what she's feeling and how he's feeling and stuff like that so like it, it all came together like relatively quick so I was, I was cool with that
1: that and you know it it helped elias kind of get out of change it was another point that made Elias change because normally he would have just changed his appearance. No, not change his appearance, but just change himself.
2: Oh, okay. Something he could learn from humans. Yeah, because he He, he didn't understand
1: mm-hmm. He well, he went to Joel's bedside and was basically played the Grim Reaper. For him and just kind of comforted him.
0: Mm. And he's like, dude, I'm sorry. I can't do anything for you. You're already pretty much accepting death as it is. So,
1: yeah. Well, that and red current took way too much of him to give anything back. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was really touching. Uh, And then, you know, that whole for a minute, I thought maybe she had given Joel the ability to create beautiful flowers. But then I'm like, "Eh, no, he she didn't do anything
2: yeah he had the flower garden with his wife and it just continued after she died. Yeah, that's all in him. Yep. This whole first season, I think it's just kind of like showing Chisei the mystical world and getting her comfortable with everything before she really starts learning how to be an apprentice or anything. Yeah, at least taking sense. it to the next step.
0: Yeah, because they, they have such a huge world to introduce mm-hmm. to us. And it's so full, much information. Chise, She's still new to everything.
2: So we're kind of
1: learning with her. Mm. Yeah, you could definitely say that, which would... I'll be completely honest, as far as this show is concerned, I didn't dislike it. No, not at all. But it was really hard for me to, like, get just sucked in. Mm-hmm. Just couldn't. I, I wanted to be like, oh, my God, this show is amazing. But I could be like, it's good. Mm-hmm. But that's as far as I went. Like, it's good. It and can that's drain it. you quickly. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah. And I'm right there with you. We're showing people we like action. This They had action. So, like, in the fight scenes, like, when Elias turned into his transformed self and started ripping apart that... That bug chimera thing that Cartophilus thrown at him in yep. the graveyard. That was also another cool scene. So I liked his transformations. His transformation, Other transformations were also kind of weird. Like when he had a fishtail kind of thing going on <laughs> when he was running away in his like dog form. Is that yeah. when
2: he was jealous of Stella? Yeah, okay. yeah,
0: that was one of them. Because I think he had the fishtail in two different like running kind of scenes. But yeah, that one kind of specifically is where we first saw it. So this dude has just got so many transformations. We still have to learn so much about Elias just by himself. Like, we, all we know is he came conscious in a forest, started Normal walking around. Of
2: shadow of Thorns or something like that?
0: Something like that. Yep. And then he just doesn't have anything to go off of other than red. Because that's what he told Lindell. the Lindell's master. Oh, yeah. Like all I remember is red, and that's it.
2: Maybe that's why he latches on to like, Chise so much. Red
0: hair? Mm-hmm. Maybe. But he knew... I
2: don't. He well, knew that she was can't. a sleigh baggie for sure, but... At least, yeah. Maybe... Yeah,
0: I guess we can say like he grew... He went for Chise because of the sleigh baggie, and maybe he learned to love faster because maybe the red started making some weird connections. We're also just pulling <laughs> shit out of our ass at this point, but...
1: Yeah, yeah it subconsciously maybe yeah but as far as i he intentionally picked Cheese because she was just the first one that he could get to mm. because as he says the sleigh baggie is very rare very rare to be at her age and let's be honest uh he bought her for what five million pounds so very expensive yeah yeah speaking yeah, of his
2: place in england, england. so Right. Yep.
1: (laughs) Speaking on sleigh baggy, so we
0: get to learn a little bit about Chise's parents. Do you think the sleigh baggy trait was passed down from one of the parents? Because we know that both parents can see creatures. Mm -hmm. Do you think both of them were considered? Do you think one of them was considered? Do you think they were both Magi?
2: I think they just had the sight, but they were probably... I think Chisei was the sleigh beggy It could have been in the past, but it seemed like all the creatures were like drawn to her.
0: Right, so you don't think it was a trait passed down to her? Not necessarily,
2: just...
1: The only thing I can think of is the mother was a Magi, but only... The reason I say that is because... The dad says, uh, talking to her mom, that you know they're similar.
2: Maybe because
1: they both had the site gene mixed, maybe
2: created a sleep buggy.
1: I would go with no. <laughs> That's they it, they would be more common if that was yeah. all it took, right?
0: And I only wanted to throw in another bit of information, like when the dad ended up ditching everybody. And then the little monsters on the outside were like, Yeah, dad's not around to protect mom. Dad's not around to protect the girl. So now we can like move in, which made me think like he was a lot more powerful than we were, you know, to put into. Do you think he was maybe
1: an alchemist? And that is why he has the ability to protect them but maybe not the ability to really do anything
0: maybe yeah maybe we can have a world where an alchemist and a magi come together and produce the offspring because you know did the uniting two die worlds.
2: after that or did he, we he just, just not hear anything
0: oh. right so we don't know as of season one we don't know anything further than that so
2: there's possibility that we could learn more about this in the future
1: yeah well i want to want to dive into that let's let's definitely dive into that you think they're still alive 100 percent. the dad and brother mm-hmm yeah. Okay. Um,
2: I mean, it just leaves more room for Chisei to learn about herself, too.
0: Yep. Okay. Yeah. I 100% to expect season two to introduce the brother. Okay. Or And or the father. Uh, and the father. Like, maybe the dad's teaching him in some way. But I think, okay, I think Chisei's going to end up going to this college, and she's going to run into her brother there. So that's kind of yep. what I'm thinking.
1: The college is pretty much a giveaway because anybody who's seen the icon for season two, yeah. she's she's in a school uniform. You have to imagine she's going to college. Right. They
2: only briefly mention the college in uh, the first season because Elias is trying to hide it from her. Right. But I mean, they
1: make mention a few times, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like the last five or so episodes, they really start talking.
0: Like After, after the dragon was introduced... And the guys from the college were to help.
1: That's Yeah, when... the, all the alchemists. Yeah, all the mm-hmm. alchemists. So,
0: yeah, she's going to go to an alchemist school even though she's got magi powers. So I so, wonder how this is going to...
1: It is a school for anybody who has any sort of magical abilities, mm-hmm. which does include Magists. the alchemists because they can use magic. Right. So it, it's a school to help. Basically train and gain knowledge from the old ways while bringing it forth to new people. Mm-hmm.
0: Speaking of people with powers, I picked up on two cases where they didn't point blank show anything, but they hinted that two more people are going to have extra powers. Okay. Okay, I think Alice is going to be more than just an alchemist.
1: So, okay. Yep. Because the, near the end, the, I forget exactly who the was will, it. The, will the will o will 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 wisp.
0: wisp. Mm-hmm. He said, yeah, he's like, he made mention of like her magic is tasty or something like that. Mm -hmm. So that was a giveaway at some point. And then another one was Stella, little Stella, when the witch walks by her and she's like, oh, but she's so young. And she was very intrigued by that. So I'm
1: like, did she give off some kind of aura that makes you think that like she's going to be important? So I think that had everything to do with Joseph putting essentially a curse on her
2: oh okay wasn't he in her body like yeah at her? that moment
1: that's yeah. true too yeah he put a part of himself into oh, yeah. that's what. It her was. so i think that's what that was okay now she stella might have had something like awaken in her possibly but i think it had everything to do with a curse
0: sure i can go with that one now that we're talking about it like that <laughs> makes a little bit more sense anyway. And you said yep.
2: Joseph. I don't think we mentioned that Joseph is Philos. Right. Like in the same body. Yeah, they yes, get fused the, together the in same the past. Person.
1: I guess I can go into that more now. Do you guys want the what the lore is actually about? They kind of go into it, but I looked into it a little bit more.
0: Right. So the anime says that someone was cursing the sun or the god the son of god the son of god there we go not not the uh, the star son okay but yeah and <laughs> threw a rock at the son of god and then he yes. cursed him in return so what's what's a further elaboration on this
1: so cartophilus was an individual who followed god uh from catholicism and then when god was crucified while bringing getting into his tomb cartophilus threw stones at the body of god and because of his betrayal god cursed him to an eternal life okay and so that's what that was that's the easiest Eternal life, but he still—it's a cursed life, but it's an eternal life, and so he can still like decompose and be.
0: That's what it was sounding like, because yeah, he was buried and breaking down when Joseph found him,
1: and then to so he's considered a wandering Jew. Cardophilus is so it also breaks down or it gives it more of, oh okay, that's who that individual is in the show Cardophilus. Okay, because he just kind of wanders around asking for help and all these other things. And then Joseph, you know, Mary's husband.
2: Oh, I never pick, didn't pick up on that. <laughs>
1: um, well, I don't, I don't know too much
0: of Bible stuff. Yeah, I think that's
1: right. I think that's right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so Joseph from Catholicism fused with Cartaphilus to basically give him salvation. Okay. And okay,
0: so they're bringing that lore really mm-hmm. straight into this anime itself.
1: Yeah, it's basically if. There is a lore that you can think of. A hundred percent, they take it all the way.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, so that that's what uh, cardiff feels. Really
2: interesting.
1: Yeah, it does. It also kind of helps with the characters. Like mm-hmm. it's like, oh, okay, yeah. I just kind of pull from this lore and make a character into it. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Lance, our you know our book writer over here, but <laughs> probably like, oh man, that's a good idea. Take Some inspiration. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, you can take some liberties of common knowledge, kind of things like that, and make some shortcuts so you don't oh, have to yeah. explain everything. And I'm sure yep. that's where... This Every writer does that. Yeah. yeah.
1: But that is that is the significance of Joseph and Cardophilus. Okay. The, Makes a little bit more sense. I definitely agree with that. The manga goes into it a little bit more, but not really. I I Googled it and got all this information. <laughs> okay. So Because I was like, oh, okay, that's, uh, that's interesting. Because they do mention uh, the one... Wan- I think they call him a wanderer. Mm-hmm. In the in the anime, so that's uh, that's why he's the way he is.
0: Yeah, and he's is super interesting. I do like him as a character. Like at first, you know, we get to see all these chimeras, and we're like, well, why are all these chimeras super important? I don't think we actually we actually know why well, exactly these it? chimeras are super. I mean, I know like when we learned about Joseph's past, and he fused with Cardaphilus, and like he was a decaying himself, and then like he killed other people and like put their body parts on him or whatever. He's so trying to
2: find a way to die.
0: Oh, it is just a yes
2: he's trying to that's why he transferred some
1: of chise into him so that they can eventually cancel out yeah because
2: the dragon's curse is supposed to
1: well that's i wouldn't say in the beginning he was trying to find a way to die i would say it is the acceptance of wandering for thousands of years that eventually he was just like i just want to die yeah when Joseph fused with him to begin with it was he was trying to get help and then he was trying to get all this pain to go away and become essentially a person Mm -hmm. and that's why he was doing all the terrible things he was doing
0: yeah and then we get to today where he's constantly trying to implant body parts onto himself yep and do we think that's because everything else is just decaying on him and he's gotta just replace okay
1: yeah yep so, which do you think it's all his entire body or if it's just his arm at this point
0: I think it's probably his entire body I only want to say that because <laughs> his first victim was that girl and then he had like fresh legs yep so those legs were there and like in today's time he's got that arm missing and that's why he wanted that dragon arm yep he had uh that other alchemist arm that he no longer has because he got like yeah he got blackmailed into
1: Renfred yep yeah. And then as far as the Chimera, the reason why it's important is that he essentially made living beings with no souls. Mm -hmm. And that's the significance behind that. Because at that point, they're like, that shouldn't be possible. So that's why they're so interested in the Chimera.
0: Okay. Do you think, like, he's trying to transfer himself into a Chimera or something?
1: Well, he essentially is a Chimera. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But as far as trying to transfer his soul, I could see that just to... For him to find a way to re- to alleviate the curse that he has hmm. of constantly decaying,
0: but he's got this dragon abilities
1: now. Oh, actually, no, he doesn't.
0: Yeah, because what Chise and him swapped eyes back
1: again. Like they have, yep. they have their original eyes back. So... But
0: there's still a piece of Cardiffelus still inside, she say.
1: I'll, I'll let Ben take this.
2: His essence is inside of her, and the essence came into agreement with the dragon's curse to halt her death, basically, coming sooner. Mm-hmm. So it's going to actually extend her life until... What did he say? Um until there's no need for it anymore or something like that
1: basically well they go into what lance said cardophilus or chise is not in cardophilus but it is cardophilus is within Cheese, and then his essence came to an agreement with the dragon curse that essentially was like until you want to die you're not gonna die sure and that's the easiest way to put it yeah is that the The curse of the decay with immortality and the dragon's curse came to an agreement and said, "Eh, "Meh, we'll kind of null each other out until you are ready to die." Do you think she's going to be able to pull from
0: the dragon curse power and like kind of like how Joseph was able to bring out a dragon arm out of himself? Like, do you think because at the last episode she says arms back to normal, Mm. but But do you think like
2: completely black?
0: It's still black, right? But do you think like she'll be able to? pull out the power of the dragon and have, like, a dragon arm power. And, like, when the time comes, like, if she gets into a big battle or something, like, she's got to physically fight something. I can see it coming out. I can see her tapping back into some dragon powers and pop Or do do you you know
2: something? I started
1: season two already, so.
0: Oh, so you already know (laughs) something.
1: So, one thing I will say from the manga specifically is they talk about one of the reasons why individuals would essentially curse themselves with dragons is to gain abilities of the dragon. Mm -hmm. Right. So we'll just go with that.
2: Okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's where I want to know. You're on the right page.
1: Okay. I think because of Joseph and the dragon's agreement, nothing bad's going to come from it.
0: Right. Or maybe if she uses too much of it then like maybe the dragon curse overpowers the Cardifelis curse and I don't know
1: we can she might cough up blood but I don't think she yeah. won't she can't technically can't
0: die that's I guess that's a good point too and Cardifelis uh, is keeping her alive
2: is Cardophilus's essence still in Joseph or is he just
1: part of him I imagine it's a because shared because
2: he's sleeping in that well uh-huh. after she put him under a sleeping spell
1: sort of she yeah. he could wake up when he wants yes but basically she helped yes help oh, calm him Mm-hmm.
2: Calm his soul after she gave him that
1: hug. So I think now it's a split curse where part of him is in Chise, part of him is in Joseph, and
0: yeah, that's kind of why I said shared. Like, it's not like it. It's, it was a complete transfer. Mm-hmm. I think they just they just
2: both have it's a shared wireless band. transmission. Yeah, yeah <laughs> Bluetoothing each other. Yes.
1: Yeah. So I to kind of go back to what you were saying, Lance. I really did like. Cardophilus as a, a villain, mm-hmm. as a pro, uh, antagonist. Yeah, I didn't like
0: him at first. Like this is going to be a whatever guy, but like we after we
1: learned a little bit more about him, I was like,
0: okay, I, I totally accept this guy as our as our bad guy.
1: Yeah, you kind of feel bad for him, right? even with the convincing that dude to kill all the cats. Oh, that was a very interesting scene. Like this show was like, I know there was a lot. Okay.
0: So the show made me feel like <laughs> I feel lots of things. sad. Like they, they went into a lot of sad stuff, but yes. then when that cat scene came up, like, damn dude, they went pedal to the metal, dark, dark, that's real one of the reasons dark.
2: why I like this so much that you just feel so many different emotions.
0: Yeah. Like I was very surprised to see cat killing to that extreme. <laughs> like I can understand his throat. <laughs> yeah. You, like that, a murder shed. I, I could see anime going like somehow sucking the essence out, like kind of like some kind of soul kind of thing. <laughs> but no, no straight, he was straight chopping like necks and stuff
2: from Mortal Kombat. Yeah,
0: yeah, I would have accepted
1: that a little bit more than <laughs> let's just chop him up with a butcher knife. And well, you guys remember the reasoning behind it right the nine lives deal he i don't know he was trying the to blood, take the but... nine
2: lives of the cats to give it to his wife because she had a certain incurable sickness
1: or I can't yeah remember what she, she probably had like pneumonia or something stupid <laughs> like that <laughs> probably but, but yes
2: Kartifilos tricked him into slaughtering yes. all the cats and
1: then using the blood to in make an elixir for his wife
2: it was just an experiment cardophilos didn't want to do himself so
1: yeah. Well, the cats knew who he was, so they wouldn't yeah, avoided him.
0: I guess if we're gonna poke some anime logic, just like <laughs> dude's been killing cats for a little bit, and then right at the very end is when you know their house cat's like, I can no longer allow long well, you to do this. Like, well, why didn't you stop him earlier?
1: No, that was the the wife
2: found him in the shed, and he
0: yeah. So the the wife one found him in the shed after he killed. He had the bottle. She drank it. She melted. Yep. Yeah. And then he's like, I was the the, the deal was wrong. I need more. He needs so he, more. So and he walked the, outside, uh, and then their personal house cat walked up to him. And he was like, the cat king. Yes. The original, the first mm-hmm, one. Yeah. Yes. And they like, I, I can no longer allow you to live. I don't condone this. And
1: But, like, why, why did, did take it so take so long? long yeah. yeah. Well, how long do you think it was? I think it was only, like, a couple of days. Probably a couple of
0: days. Because the girl, the women in the village were like, where's all our lazy cats been? There's mice everywhere. Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. Okay.
0: So, little, just little nitpicks. I mean, it's not nitpick, but, like, little details like that that, you know, pulls everything together. Yep. So, it's clearly been a couple days,
2: (laughs) but, you know, it's not like we know for sure.
1: Yeah, super fucked up scene Mm -hmm. as far as that is concerned.
2: How did you feel about the way Chise uh, handled that? Um, The darkness, basically, instead of exercising them, using uh, the Cat King's final life and what she ended up doing. She basically... Windmant.
1: Yeah, set them free by allowing them to leave is essentially what it was. She
2: borrowed the wind neighbor's uh, magic and had them basically whisk them away, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's essentially what happened. Yeah, I was going to say, because
2: the the,
1: cat king, the
0: the Molly, I wrote down Molly, Molly the cat king, she was about to walk. She was going to give
1: her final life up to keep the curse between... Oh, man, what was his name? What was the dude's name? Matthew. Oh, cool. Yes, Matthew. (laughs) Uh, Matthew and the cats feud apart from each other. Yeah. Or not, that's not what it was. Matthew and the cats curse against each other is probably the best way I can think of it. And by sacrificing themselves, the cat, they subdued Matthew's evil spirit. Right. And they just kind of, yeah, they called it a
0: blight and they kind of just... Merged into one gross blob blight. And yeah. they were just starting to get out of control, I guess, in the end. Which is why the mages had to come and help in the end. Yeah, I think. Well, Elias specifically. Because it was under the church. church that the church requested it? it, yeah.
1: Do you think every so often they just had to purify it? Maybe. Because my first They were thought, trying to
2: contain it every yeah. couple generations.
1: Right, because I think that was the purpose of the king. Mm-hmm.
0: And, yeah. And like, the king would just give up its life to keep the blight in check. Yep. And then that's just something that they dealt with and it was just like an agreement that everybody knew. But they never actually took care of it. It was just
1: Yeah, and I think so well what I'm asking is do you think Cheese had to or not Cheese, do you think Elias had to every so often just kind of go there and purify or some other magic mage had to go there and like, put a... Not really a purification, but just a... Like uh, a barrier? Kind of. Like, just kind of put it under wraps a little bit better.
0: I want to say no, because I think, so you think the, the power was... of the kings did it, and then okay. this specific situation was starting to get out of control. Okay. So that's, that's my first thought.
1: Okay. I kind of want to just keep talking about the fucked up scenes. Because, <laughs> I mean, they're very, uh, like, damn. All right. Yeah. They
2: get intense pretty quickly.
1: So you had Ruth, who was originally named Ulysses, and doing that whole... Dog sitting at the grave thing, which always, if you like dogs, that always makes you feel bad. You're just yeah, like,
0: oh. sitting at your master's grave. Yeah. Cause just waiting for you.
1: Every time I see that, I, I always think of Futurama. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Walking on Sunshine. Do you know that episode? No, I
0: don't
2: think so.
1: Oh, man. So it's... It's one of the... It, it's like episodes. one of the... It's super just, man, makes you want to cry. A Futurama it, episode? Yeah. yeah. Fry fu- had
2: a dog before he got... Put in the cryo chamber?
1: Yep. Okay, so this is early stuff? Kind of. It's later in the season, but it just... So basically, he finds his dog that has been petrified... It's his dog. He talks about bringing the dog back. He realizes that the dog was like 13. He's like, oh, the dog had a full life because when he got it, it was a puppy. He was like two. Mm. And so it lived for 11 years. And you see, like after he puts it in the lava to like help put it just kind of. It's final resting spot. Yeah. Yeah. To make sure that it didn't come back, you get the flashback and you see his dog like sitting outside the pizza shop mm-hmm. every day, just waiting for Fry to come back. And you're yeah. like, man. He
2: literally calcified in front of the pizza shop.
1: He's just like, oh man, that's, that's heart wretching. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's sad. So it's, it's super, but same concept where you have Ulysses just waiting to die, essentially. Which he can't because he's a
2: church grim or something like
1: that. A fairy. He's a fairy. A fa-
2: fairy is more of a uh, derogatory term they say. Yeah, that oh, that's, that's
1: true.
0: But <laughs> they also call themselves fairies a couple times because they're like, "Well, this is the fairy kingdom." Like, yeah, I know. "Oh, <laughs> this <laughs> is the dumbass kingdom." Essentially, <laughs> like, this, is, this
2: is where we all live. It's like they forgot what they already said. <laughs> yeah,
0: because yeah, like you said in like the very first episode when Chise meets that that wind fairy. And like, oh, your fairies like, well, that's what you humans call us. We're... Uh,
2: Neighbor, no,
1: neighbors. Neighbors, yes. that's what yes. Uh, Elias calls them. Well, they call themselves neighbors. Yeah. The first time. That's what all the fair... Aerials. Okay. Yes. Yeah. They're Well, those specifics are
0: called aerials. So, yeah. Or at least maybe that's what Elias called them. But like no, all he, the fairy-esque things were called aerials. Okay.
1: Yeah, I know he calls them neighbors.
0: I, I think everybody in... General, like all the fae in general are kind of neighbors, or at
2: least... Because he called Silver Lady a neighbor. Yep, yep. All all the fae are considered neighbors as a general term, because you got to call upon the neighbors to borrow their magic, basically. That's true, too.
1: But anyways, to go back to Ruth and... And fucked up scenes? And fucked up scenes, yes. <laughs> you have Cartophilus. The first time you actually get to meet him, and then you get this super messed up part where he's like, don't call me that. And you're just like, what? What, what, what do I call you then? <laughs>
0: Oh, when he was like, No, my name is Joseph, not Cardiff, don't call me that. Yes. Yeah.
1: And then brought the original owner back as the Chimera. Uh huh. And you're just like, man, what a fucked up thing to do. Yeah.
2: That I use the corpse.
0: Yep. I did understand where they were going with that. The mm-hmm. only nitpick about that I have is like Ruth was so quick to just turn and kill. His old owner again, you know, as the Chimera is like, okay, well, I know I need to put you down. Like, you'd think that there'd be a little bit more emotion behind that. Like, I don't want to. I thought they had to, to, to
2: convince him in order to do it.
0: Well, as soon as Chise and Ruth became, you know, uh, their their familiars. deal, their familiars, then Ruth had no problem taking down.
2: Yeah, because like he did at first didn't want to, but Elias said something about becoming a familiar and that would give him strength or whatever. Cause.
1: Yeah, he can basically play off of Cheese's emotions, which will allow him to put that anger against Cardaphilus,
0: against his owner. He's able to override it. Yeah, so yeah, that was just one thing that I was nitpicking. I was like, <laughs> could have spent an extra five seconds of being like, ah, oh.
1: <laughs> but I don't want
0: to. Right? Because yeah, he went right for her neck. Yeah, it was it was the kill it shot. Was brutal. <laughs> But
1: that's all right. Any other fucked up things you want to talk about?
0: Mm, I don't know. I mean, the cat one is the big one. So
1: The cat one is the big one. The mother, Cheese's mother trying to kill her.
0: Okay, I suppose that is another big one. Yeah. Trying to choke her out. And then realizing she did wrong, and then kills herself.
1: Yeah, she basically went in like the mother went into like a psychosis state where she didn't, she wasn't even thinking about what she was doing, and you can tell Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. she was just too tormented from the shadow Mm
2: -hmm. neighbors or whatever. I don't. They didn't really explain what they were.
1: It's the same creatures that Chise gives some of her blood to. Oh, okay. So they're demonic in a in an essence. Yeah,
2: they were just torturing her, and then. Since yep. her husband was
1: gone. Yep. Just Which, drove easy mad. prey. I want to, sorry, just uh, kind of be all over the place. <laughs> the cat creature that's standing outside the window. Did you guys notice that?
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. There was. I didn't know if it was a cat or not. The first, my first impression was like some kind of raccoon or something, okay. or a squirrel, or.
1: But yeah, there was an animal outside the window, and then he's just like, "Oh, I gotta leave." Yeah. Did you? What did you think that was, Ben? Did you think that was a cat, or do you know something that we don't? No, I don't know anything. All right. Okay. Cool. <laughs> okay. So, what did you what do you think that was? Just a cat at first. Okay. So, because I'm like, so the father it just s- seemed out of place. The father seems the animal what we can call it an animal that's fine mm-hmm. and then was like oh shit I gotta get out of here yeah. and then just straight up like deuces family I'm out
2: yeah, yeah grabs the baby and just
1: leaves so I there's gotta be a significance for it
2: after watching it like the third time I thought it was like one of the cat's kings not minions but underlings underlings yeah like probably knew something in the future or about chise being a sleigh beggy yeah but I don't think that would I don't like she needed to go through that
1: darkness in order to understand, I don't know. Well, like I can anime. I can throw a wrench. <laughs> I can completely throw a wrench into this. In the manga, <laughs> the father asks Chize if she wants to go with him, and then oh, they did not mention that. No, on the they show. no, they did not. She
0: didn't have an option in the anime. <laughs> and yeah.
1: then Chize, because Chize is sleep like super sleepy and all that, she's kind of mm-hmm. like what? And then he's like, never mind. I, I'll be back as soon as I can. Mm-hmm. And then that D- obviously never comes back. Right. Peace. So he's got some so bigger s- purpose. Something happened. I want to know what happened. Uh-huh. I don't I don't think we're going to get
2: I feel like it'll come in like season 3 or something. Yeah,
1: I think it's going to be four. Like the end of the series, which I don't know if it's still going, but the end of the series is when we're finally going to get a family reunion.
2: Full circle kind of explanation.
1: Understanding. Yeah. But to go back to what we were talking about as far as the whole mother attempting to kill Cheese and then killing herself instead. Like that just makes me think of a psychosis thing where she's just so overwhelmed that she can't handle anything anymore and just kills herself
0: right yeah it was it was her way of saying like i'm sorry i can't be here anymore and then she takes care of herself
2: and then leaves the child all alone all by herself uh i think she was tormented by it and it just broke her spirit and everything and she just couldn't take it anymore and that flashback when she was choking Chisei, she was crying at the same time. Like, she didn't want Chisei to suffer with that, with her gone. So maybe it was going to be like a murder-suicide kind of thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Could have been. Yeah, because the way that she broke it back into reality during, like, it could have very well
1: been, like, she realized
0: that she did commit the, the murder. And it just like, okay, well, now i got to atone for
1: myself or whatever and do it that way. Yeah, uh, I agree with what you guys are saying. But I do think uh, we need to take a quick break
0: hey toasties i'm missy here with my bestie John Z. hey y'all do you like mind-blowing crime cases spooky tales and debating theories Well, what a clinky dink so do we grab your beverage and be a part of our toasted shenanigans on your favorite podcast app you can even send us a story or drink suggestion. Hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, or at com. All right, and welcome back from our break. I feel like we need to talk about some Ash and I. That okay. dude with the four arms and the three eyes in the middle of his face and he's got some
1: trickster stuff going on. He's really weird. So do you think he's a good guy or a bad guy or like an anti-hero or he's not? I either? almost
0: want to say anti-hero. Like he's like not Loki. Yeah, like he's he does bad stuff for his own fun gains kind Mm -hmm. of thing because when we first get introduced to him he just shows up at the house throws this fox pelt over Chise turns her into a fox she starts running and he's like hey Elias if she runs away it's what she wanted and she comes back then you know
1: that proves that she wanted to be with you so he's kind of like making things difficult bet which he, it's super fucked up because basically it wipes away her memories. Mm-hmm. And it then,
2: makes her an instinct alone. Uh, what yeah. she truly wanted.
0: Yeah. Because mm-hmm. she has to tell herself every time she transforms, like, this is what I want. Yeah. So I'm going to do this.
1: And then Elias comes and gets her and brings her back. Yeah. So he kind of like, he
0: forces <laughs> it. Yeah, he, he cheats through his own ways to make sure that everything works out anyway. But then the second time we get introduced to Ash and I. Is when he steals Stella's brother. Yep, and makes him go through this hide and seek kind of process. And then wipes the, the memory of him
2: from everybody but Stella.
1: His existence. Yeah.
0: Right, yeah, and he's just, it's all a game in, in the end, really. Like, he, at first, I'm sure it started saying, like, ah, I don't want you as my brother, I don't want you as my sister. Like, okay, well, I'll just take you. And yeah. then they come back, like, no, I was just kidding,
2: I want them back. Like, okay, fine, then I'm going to make a game out of this.
1: Yeah, typical sibling fighting. Is right. that all that was?
2: But it was like a learning experience for the kids, also. Like, be careful what you say, we always listen to you. Right, that's what he said in the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: but if they never existed, it wouldn't matter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nothing
2: matters, we're ending It's meaningless.
1: (laughs) But then the next time
0: we meet him is at the end where we get this big fight scene because now Ash and I is working with Kartafelos. Yep. Not exactly sure why. Why were they together? They just kind of showed up. That's kind of how I took it. Is there a reason why Ash and I was with them?
1: Basically, um, I think Ash and I just kind of likes to see the world burn. So (laughs) He was was curious
2: about Kartafelos, I think. Yeah, I
1: think that's all. It was just curiosity. So he was willing to help him just to kind of see what happened. I think that's all it was
2: see what he does.
1: Cause he's, they called him an ancient one. So he's been around for so long that he's just kind of like, I wonder what will happen today. And I wonder what happens if I do this and mm. just stuff like that.
0: Yeah. But then we get uh, this interesting fight scene. I'm not going to say interesting. It wasn't cool. I mean, <laughs> I was expecting so much more when Elias and the air, the wind aerial like join forces and like Elias bites down on her and he transforms I was expecting. That was cool It was a really cool scene, but it was very short lived. Yeah, like all he did was quickly go and chop off Ash and I's head. Yep. And we think he's dead for good, but of
1: course he's not.
0: Yep. And this is interesting.
1: Yeah, Ben was like, just wait till you get to the last two episodes. It's going to be super awesome. I'm like, I'm on the last two episodes, but okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, it's all good. No, it's, like I said, I have no problems with this anime. I thought it was good. Just, whew, sometimes.
2: It, it drains you. Yes. Unless you're absolutely focused on it, don't. <laughs> yeah. Don't try it. Even bother binging it.
1: Yeah. But
0: back to Ash and I, he's not dead. Because we see him again when Cardiff is sitting in that pit. He's just trying to recover, just... I assume he's trying to. After this point, he's going to be someone of a good guy. After Chise hugs him and wants to like show him that the world is good or something. Well, I don't think he's ever. You don't going have
2: to, be. to handle the pain alone. Yeah, essentially. I don't think
0: he's ever going to be a good guy. Not a good guy, and uh, he can't be good. Good, but I think there'll be a better understanding, to say the
1: least. I think he's just kind of going into like a a, a deep sleep where he's just kind of like, eh, okay. Well, he hasn't been
2: able to sleep for thousands of years, so. But
0: Elias did make a comment saying that like he disappears. We don't have to, don't have to worry about him now, but in a couple generations, we'll have to worry about him. Or yeah, something. they
1: they make mention how everyone every so often he'll disappear for a while. So so this could just be that moment, kind
2: of like when he was found by Joseph, buried in the yeah. cemetery. Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah, so that's Ash and I. Yes. Interesting in, enough, I it, do expect to see him in season two. Okay. I'm sure he'll cause some trouble.
1: Maybe. I think he'll, like you said, I think he might cause some trouble. I don't see him being more than like one or two episodes. Right. Kind of thing where he's just kind of influencing somebody, and that's as far as it goes. Yeah, I agree. Ben can't talk about it because he's already watched, started watching season two. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing showed up yet. So. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, as of today, only a couple episodes of season two are out, so it's not like anything too crazy. Yeah. But that's today. And you guys are probably listening to this in the future, and season two is
1: probably out, so you can... As of the there. end of May, we only, what, six episodes, I think, is all it is? Uh-huh.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Six for dub, I think. Either
1: way, six up. We'll just call it six and <laughs> call it a day. Right. Is there any other topics? No. Not that I can think of. Ben? Ben, anything?
2: I got nothing. Um... <laughs> okay.
0: All right, so with that said, I think it might be time for some Matsumaga mentions. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Alright, so I will say for any new listeners, I like to start from the beginning of the series and work my way chronologically just because that's how I write my notes and it makes it so much easier to... (laughs) Talk about and constantly or to, to talk about and to just go through my notes. When we first meet uh, Angelica, she talks about messing with magic and she shows that both of her arms have crystals infused with her arms. Okay, so that's something you don't, get I don't to... think
0: we talked about. Angelica, I just mentioned how she's one of my favorite characters because yeah, she's, she's an a strong alchemist, she's, she's a strong role.
1: Yeah, she's a, a strong motherly figure for Chise and that's kind of we really don't get to see her all that often just a few times so good good individual person they were able to transport from the auction house to Elias's house because he tapped into Chisei's magic. So he used Chisei to transfer... Oh. To teleport from the auction house. Okay. Because you're not allowed to use magic. So he basically cheated and used hers. Interesting. <laughs> okay. When Chisei first meets uh, Angelica, she asks Elias if Angelica and Elias ever slept together. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Just <It's> point blank? <laughs> She's like, do you, ever, you two ever do anything together? And he's like, no. Just...
2: He probably doesn't even
1: know what that means. <laughs> and he probably knows what he means. He's been around for hundreds of years, yeah, thousands still of years. kind
2: of dense. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've come to learn
0: that. Dude doesn't even know how to kiss. So that's true. we, know, we can say like yeah, he doesn't.
1: Probably. He doesn't have lips. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, kissing was a new concept, or not necessarily a new concept, but it was a new experience for him.
1: That's true. So yes, it
2: was jealousy and everything.
1: Mm-hmm. But she, this, we have to remember, this is the first time she met Angelica, yes. so she doesn't really know much about right, Elias true. at this point. And when she's a gets thrown into the lake, the very first time, she doesn't dr- almost <laughs> drown.
0: Also, every time she gets thrown into water, like, it's deep when she's drowning, but then the very next scene when she's up out of the water, like, they're, like, she's kneeling. <laughs> yeah, like, where did that depth go? Magic. Yeah. <laughs> I think
2: somebody even made comment about that in the show, like, why does she keep getting thrown in the water?
1: Oh, yeah.
2: Or how does she fall in the water all the time?
1: Yeah, she's like, oh, she does this a lot. And she's like, yeah. I, I think that was more of just how does she keep getting into water? <laughs> yeah. So the land of the fairies is tur and that's, I don't know if, I didn't catch that if they ever actually explain where they're going. So that is the land where the queen and them are.
0: I feel like that was probably said. It was a couple times, but, yeah. But maybe as casual watchers or whatever, they're just going to be like, yeah, this is the land of the fairies. Yeah. yeah.
1: So the actual name. Spriggan says it. Okay. I missed it.
2: <laughs> it's not a big
1: deal. No. Lindell's Sanctuary is located in Iceland. Mm-hmm. Oh, they do go into that? Okay. Yeah. In so
0: two, when she gets taken, like, they go and explore Iceland, and she makes like, I've never been to Iceland.
1: Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Then, yeah, I just missed that, which is also very possible. <laughs> Elias talks about how he had been getting pressured from his counterparts to take on an apprentice. So this... Wasn't something that Elias was just like, yeah, I feel like taking an apprentice now. He had actually been getting told by probably Lindell and other various people that he should be taking on an apprentice. Okay. You see this goat creature coming into the house. Elias trades him something that she's doesn't know what it is. And she thinks that's the best that she doesn't know what it is. Basically, it looked like Elias was giving body parts to these goats. Oh, just random goat. Creatures, not not the husband, not the husband, but literal literal goat looking things. Yeah, they.
2: I know what you're talking about. Can't remember what they're actually called.
1: It. I'll be completely honest. It doesn't matter. It's just a <laughs> a one off type of meeting. You get to see. She's a studying the fairy solution so basically she she's studying and then she sees this solution that the that Joel, stuff
0: that they put over joel's eyes yep yeah i, I think they kind of did like in the beginning of the episode i think she, she was just casually studying Oh, okay yep yep and i think that's why that was a good way to segue into making something for
1: joel yep the magus's staff is treated by an elder because they want to help those walk the right path so that's the lore behind the elder treating it is so that they imbued the path that they've walked into the staff to help their apprentice or their the youngling as you could call it walk the the proper path. Sure. So Art talk Joel knew what a Leon C was. Elias could hear tearing inside Chize after she spit up blood. Basically he makes mention that as she's coughing up blood that he can hear her insides tearing up. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. Chise had her eyes bandaged. Uh, as well so basically she had most of her body bandaged up because seeing uses magic okay so they didn't want her to see anything to to attempt to stop her from using any more magic. Shannon so the doctor creature or doctor fairy,
0: The fae that was in the human world. Yes. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, She lived as a human for 50 years.
0: Yeah. They didn't give a timeline, but they they just said that like all my peers knew that I wasn't aging.
1: Yeah, they they were getting weary of me because I wasn't aging. Mm -hmm. So yeah, she would have been 50 in the human world. Okay. And then while Elias and Chize were in the land of the fairies, Simon stops by. So we're talking about Simon stops at... Elias's house you see Simon stop by basically asking if Elias and them are back also you get some creatures that stop by that turn themselves into ants basically they were metamorphing themselves into creatures and then got stuck as ants and couldn't turn themselves back so they came by the house to ask for help to get turned back into whatever they were oh interesting I don't know if they go into this but Silver who we didn't actually talk about he is a banshee
2: yep they may mention that she's a banshee Okay. And then she got turned into a Silky or something uh, like that. But, Spriggan. Yeah, Spriggan turned
1: her into Oh Tra- uh, Yeah, transferred her into a Silky.
2: Yes. Right. And for Banshee's
0: sake, that's why she whispers slash doesn't talk is because what the Banshee screech is just so... It's supposed to be so devastating, yeah. so that's why we never hear her.
1: Yeah. Elias makes mention of not celebrating Halloween. I don't oh. know if that means anything, but... He just knows Halloween as a thing.
0: I mean, he's basically a Halloween character himself. <laughs> that
1: is that is very true. You could go anywhere as him for Halloween, and nobody would second-guess you. Right. So, yes, uh, he makes mention how he wants to really celebrate the... With those berries and those twins. Yeah. Oh,
2: that's um, Yule.
1: Yule, yeah. okay. Yeah, he makes mention when, that they're really going to celebrate uh, the Yule time because they didn't celebrate Halloween. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know if Halloween means anything else i don't know i guess maybe next year we'll find out (laughs) i'm gonna go with no but renfred talks to alice about how uh, you can smell magic so that's how they can tell what is imbued with magic is by smell okay Uh, just another way to detect it then the ribbon chisei got from the other side is usually used as punishment Uh, then with the two bracelets intertwined uh, chisei can't use any magic but the that ribbon that she got from the fairy land is typically given to creatures as a punishment, not a mode of helping right. the individual.
0: Like the restrict of magic is going to naturally hurt them, but she doesn't want to use her magic, so it's actually yeah. helping. Yeah.
2: Well, they don't want her to express too much magic, and yep. since her body is constantly taking it in.
1: Mm. Uh, you find out that she's a... No, excuse me. You find out that Elias doesn't hide... His true appearance from Stella because they made a pact together and he said he won't hide himself from anyone he's made a pact with. Yeah. So that's why he doesn't hide himself from Simon or anybody else that he interacts with as a I'm doing something for you is because he basically doesn't think it's right to do that. It's a respect thing. Kind of, yeah. Um, the curse pelt Chize wears was made to help overcome the ancient fear of wolves. So they talk about how some people have the ability to turn into creatures while others have the ability to or are cursed with transforming into other creatures. So like uh, werewolves or in this case, Chize being able to turn into another creature into turn into a creature okay um there's two there's those two ways that you could turn into another animal and they talk about how wolves were basically seen as evil because during the ancient times when you had famine wolves would come and kill your livestock and all this other stuff so they despised and feared wolves makes sense more ancient lure type stuff um, Chise asks if witches and vampires were real, uh, and Elias says that they are, they just aren't... What humans that. normally think. Yeah, they're, they're different than what she would have thought they would be as a human. And then... Chize turned into a bear. Oh, we we knew that. Chize turned into a bear because her instincts uh, knew that's what she needed to turn into. Angelica talks about how the law of lock and key, where Chize will need to be the one to wake up Elias because of this law. So not anybody... Could just wake up Elias when she put him to sleep because of <laughs> this law. That okay. Makes sense. Uh, basically, it would it wouldn't work if anybody else would have done the same thing.
0: Oh, so is that kind of like a curse thing in general? That like, if you want to get rid of your cursed dragon arm, you can kill the original dragon who gave you the curse. Yeah. But we want to keep this dragon alive. Yep. So you got to find a different way. And yep. Lock and key says there's no other way. Yeah. But we found a
1: loophole with with Carter Lufus. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Then uh, the agreement between Lindell and the college is he sends them parts of the dead dragons and they keep the poachers away so i know they don't really go into the agreement you just hear that lindell and the college have an agreement together that's what it is okay Uh, and they use it to study dragons and its effects okay also by doing this it causes dragons to choose to not fear slash hunt humans uh, so that they so dragons don't evolve into being evil creatures okay basically doing exactly what happened Uh, so they're they're safe they won't choose to de-evolve Elias re-recorded himself from the ground up to keep his form in the auction house that is the auctioneer basically said that should be impossible because you're not allowed to use magic inside the auction house so Elias shouldn't be able to be in his human looking form
0: okay that makes sense
1: and that Simon so the auctioneer's name is Simon and he says that should technically be impossible either way and Elias is like yeah well I just read made myself and that's how I can do it. She's like, all right. Right. Yeah. Cause he made himself
0: into that girl form.
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't know if that's a girl or, I don't know. That, the individual. Yes.
0: Well, they said that I feel like Chise said like, it, it, oh, like yeah. it was a, like an image of me, but not me kind of thing.
1: Well, he said that's not, that she said that that isn't me and it's not Angelica. So I wonder who, who it could be. Yeah. Right. And the white hair made me think of like Lindell or something. So yep. I'm, they didn't explain it, but that
0: was just, that's my first thought.
1: Yep. So the college used corpses to say to talk to Elias from afar. And Elias killed all the corpses and buried them. Basically trying to persuade him to bring Chize to the college. Hmm. And using, what is that, necromancy? Is that what that is Necromancy
0: that? would be bringing dead back to life.
1: Which is essentially what what they would do. They would bring in corpses to the house. The witch ch- the witch tells Chize what the other bidders will most likely do to the dragons. Basically, it's a warning. She gives her a warning that, you know, they're not going to do nice things to this dragon. You need to. You need my help, which she offers 900,000 pounds in exchange for a liter of blood for an elixir. Oh,
0: damn. Okay, so that's what the whispers were about? Like, yep. if, if I can afford this and I don't need your help? Yep. Okay, yeah.
1: Uh, Chize got 300,000 pounds for her magic flowers. Nice. Wow. From the auction house. So... If she would have gotten 50%, just to kind of give a number on how much she got for those. I also wondered on the side,
0: like, she's making these flowers every night when she sleeps. Like, Mm -hmm. she can just... Sell these and make a nice
1: profit herself.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: But she doesn't need money, so she right. doesn't care about that. And she's able to use them in replace of giving away her own magic. Yep, that too. So anybody who doesn't have the sight will see Cheese's left arm as normal. Oh,
0: okay. So she That's doesn't nice. necessarily have to be scared of the general public thinking yep. she's a monster or something.
1: Yep. Um, There's a
2: lot of different things.
1: <laughs> um. There's well, a handful.
2: They're not, like, entirely necessary.
1: Yeah, no, it's just little details. And that's going to be what almost all of this is. It's just yeah. little details that you don't get. The red current kisses cheese on the head to, quote-unquote, help her feel better because she's seen other humans do that. So that's why she kisses her on the head okay. is to make what her feel better. Comfort. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Then what was the whole straight-up quick makeout thing and like, episode three or four or whatever the that wasn't a make out thing it was just a kiss on the cheek
0: no no no. when she's like don't she's like i think what you're expressing is don't say it's oh it's love. to get her to shut up right that, and then she
1: it's... gives her a real big smooch on the lips <laughs> it well it's yeah i don't know I'm, maybe it was uh, just a, it was just probably a comedy thing it, it was an anime thing okay uh excuse me the auctioneer's name is seth not simon So
0: Simon was the priest. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Two Simons.
1: Yeah. That wouldn't be confusing at all. No, it's, (laughs) it's Seth. Okay. Uh, The biggest difference between um, Magi and witches are witches spend their time in groups called covens meryl is the witch's name i don't think they say her name
0: in the anime i don't think so which one the
1: the um, one that she talks to the one that she actually talks to in the auction house oh and, yeah yeah the, her okay. name is said yeah i wrote that one down in my they memory. also okay.
2: say the um the,
1: the root, root, the root witch too. yes okay know. so s- she said that blood of temple prostitutes run in her veins Um, basically she would prostitute herself in temples to as a conduit to channel divine power into men um, she is very old. We'll just put it that way. She's very old. Okay, cool. Uh, Meryl invites Chize because there is an odd number in her coven and they need... Excuse me. Meryl invites Chize because there is an even number in her coven and they need an odd number for a majority rule. So basically, they wow. they live by majority rule. So any anything that's voted upon, <laughs> if there's not a majority rule, it never gets passed. Meryl has been around since Marie Antoinette, which...
2: Uh, It's Victorian era. Yeah, Victorian era. That's a long time. Very long
1: time. Then um, the invitation is given specifically to Chise. Elias just kind of is along for the ride. And it gives instructions on how to be a part of the meeting. It's not just, all right, go to sleep. And then you can join us. There's more to it? There's a lot more to it. Uh, Give me one second. I got to look it up because it was too much to even bother writing. So the instructions are... Just before sunsets on the day of the full moon, set light candles dyed in the colors of verdant green. Mix apple cider with salt and drain it in seven draughts or glasses. Take lilies and rosemary and set them on your bed. And then you go to bed.
0: Oh, okay. So that ritual was definitely not in the anime.
1: No, no, it was not. Cheezay's birthday is in February. It does not say a date it just says um, her, it just shows a calendar and it's February. Mm, okay. Joseph asks, she's a, what must I do to find salvation in the cemetery? So he whispers to her in the, in the anime and in the manga, it asks what he must do to find salvation. I already brought up that. Joseph said he is going to sleep until she disappears. I don't know if that actually happens, but we'll, we'll see. No, no, I'm saying it happens in... It doesn't happen in the uh, manga. It doesn't happen in the anime. I think he just says he's going to go to sleep for a while. And in the manga, he talks about how he's going to sleep until Chisei disappears. The rings that Chisei gives to Elias and for herself are so that they can locate each other. Mm
2: -hmm. Yep, I think they said that.
1: Okay, I, again, missed it.
2: Yeah, Chisei said that uh, so even if they're apart, they can feel each other.
1: Yeah, she specifically says that they can find each other using the rings, so it's slightly different. But she also doesn't wear a wedding dress. She just is wearing a dress. She oh. does have the veil, but she's not wearing a wedding dress.
0: Okay, so the anime elaborated a little further.
1: Yeah, it's it's symbolic, is all that was. Right. And I guess I should have put this in the beginning, but it's all good. The end of the anime is on chapter 45. I would suggest to reread chapter 45 because the last, like, four pages go into what the next season is going to be. Just kind of how the... Like a prelude? No, it's just how the manga went. Uh The marriage or the giving of rings, is a very good breaking point. So there's no, like, the very start of season two, I can only imagine, is what happens in the end of the manga. Okay. I haven't watched the start of the chapter, but... I haven't watched the start of the season... I can only imagine that is what happens. Right. So yeah, and that's everything. So just a little bit of added detail. No no real changes, but just more more information. Not bad. Very good. Anything else you guys want to talk about based off of that stuff?
0: Off the uh, manga? No, nah, just some nice details to take in.
1: As the anime as a whole,
0: overall, I thought this was a decent anime. Yeah. Not necessarily an anime that I personally can get fully into. Okay. Um, a couple of things that got to me was a lot of the mellowness, mainly in, like, the character acting. Chise's personality. Chise's per- personality was very mellow. Uh, Elias's voice. I mean, I totally get his character, but, like, he's also super mellow and super smart about everything. Yeah. But then what, the, what killed it for me was Ruth, kind of. <laughs> I, needed, I needed Ruth to be a lot more energetic or something. Like, I needed him to be a more powerful character, but he was just so mellow the entire time so <laughs> Did you soft want him
2: to be like dug from up
0: <laughs> not necessarily i just wanted him to be a stronger independent character but he was just softly spoken the entire time and
1: i will say the voice acting like everybody is an amazing character
2: yeah, yeah. like their voice ca- actor fit the person
1: you could say that but just i get what you're saying i i need something a little bit more
0: yeah it, i just wanted something more upbeat something yeah just something non-mellow that was that was just my hot take so okay um i am interested in season two i will watch it yes eventually but
1: i i will say i'm not gonna i'm gonna wait for the season to end before i try and watch it like i'm not gonna wait every week no. to watch the next week's episode kind of thing ben i know you really like this <laughs> would you say this is like one of your top favorite animes then
2: uh it's probably like number three or four Uh overall yeah
1: okay nice i I just like how the anime makes you feel
2: many different emotions at times and i've been leaning towards more slice of lives rather than shonen or too many battle anime or whatever okay okay um but yeah i yeah it's one of my favorites
1: okay yeah no I, i i can completely understand why like Depending on what people say they like, I would or would not recommend this. Like it's it got really, a
2: little bit of everything, if you think about it.
1: Yeah, right? I, I completely agree. But if somebody's like, I only like Black Clover and <laughs> Dragon Ball Z, I would be like, yeah, you know what? You you could try it, but I'm not 100% sure you can really... You're not just going to get... enjoy it as yeah, much. Yeah, they have to get too emotionally invested in yeah. all these characters, and they're just not going to want to do and that.
2: And it's very information Yes.
1: There's a lot of lore, there's a lot of behind the scenes kind of stuff mm. and
2: if it's easy to miss stuff. Yes. <laughs> it's
0: a big world and if you're ready for to expand your mind, then this is a great anime for you.
1: Yes. So, yeah, it's, I get what you're saying. Um, like I said, I would definitely recommend this to people. Only, but there's going to be certain people that are be like, no, I, I, I'll pass. Certain Hard people pass. will get
2: bored with it easily.
1: Yeah. That three-episode rule that, like, there is... I'm trying to remember the first three episodes. It is not...
2: There's so much jam-packed in the first three episodes.
1: But there's nothing within the first three episodes that for people that we'll are catch like... catch your eye. Yeah. It, if you're one of those people that's only like, I've got to have something within the first three episodes that really makes me want to watch it, you're going to be like, unless you think the characters are cool-looking, you might skip over this one. And it would do a disservice to the to the anime, but I kind of get it.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh, for the first three episodes, we have the introduction of Chisei and Elias... Episode two is the introduction of Angelica and Simon the priest. And episode three is where we get introduced to the dragons. And that's where she gets taken. So maybe that could pull you in at the very end of the third episode. But up until then, lots of world building. Yep, yeah, definitely.
1: All right. And that is all we have for this episode. Thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of the Anime Lounge Podcast. Make sure to check out the anime show as we are brought to you by them. And they give some awesome anime contents. Be really good for all those anime sources. If you want to find out what's coming up in the coming seasons or what's going to start be getting made. Also, make sure to subscribe to us on whatever platform you're listening to it. Give us a five star rating. Definitely help us out. Let us know that you are enjoying our content and have a good
0: one. Thank you, guys.